Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. Accelerate your career growth as a job seeker in three easy steps. Yes, Michael. <laughs> so the first step to do that as a job seeker, uh-huh. and what I mean by that is whether you're employed or not employed. Mm-hmm. So right. you're just someone looking for your next role. Mm-hmm. The first thing to do is aim for roles or apply for roles that scare you. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> mean, apply like? for roles where there's a there's going to be a good amount of stretch. And challenges. And, and challenge. And yeah. if you were to go into the pool of candidates or if you were to go into that company you'd be on the lower end of okay. the skills, right? And there's a good reason for that. There's a good saying that mm-hmm. summarizes this, that okay. if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, which is hilarious. But Sounds like so, nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yep. So you're, the jobs that you're applying for should scare you a little yep. bit because that means that there's so much that you're going to learn in that role mm. and you're going to be better off for it and you're yep. going to accelerate your career. So a good way... Um, to do this is to accept that you've, you're going to be uncomfortable yeah. and that's okay. Exactly, yeah. And uh, to aim for it or to have an idea of how to aim for it, there's this 80-50 rule, mm-hmm. right? So if your role is... 80, if your role is mostly a technical technical role, what yeah. other people would consider technical. So you've, you, you've had to go and get a qualification yeah. for this to get into this particular role and you've had to tick things off your list mm-hmm. in order to get there. Maybe join an association, whatever. Yeah. Um, um, take roles with um, that, you, you know, use this rule, the 80-50, yeah. where if your job is more on the technical side, ensure that you match 80% of the job ad requirements in the technical space okay. and 50% of the social skills. So what I mean by that is if you're applying for a role as a chemist Mm -hmm. and you match most of the technical requirements, Mm -hmm. tick. But if you've only ever worked in a really small lab with one or two people, Mm -hmm. try and apply for roles in really large multinational companies where you have to deal with departments and Mm. politics and tighter deadlines and it's go, go, go and you have to deal with people more. So you'd say as an estimate, you only match about 50% of what they're looking for. Okay. So when you go into it, you just have to learn on the job. You just have to make it work. On the other hand, if your role is more social orientated, and I've really simplified this in, in roles in, to make them either technical and social, but that's obviously not the case. It's okay. just take it as it resonates and apply it to you how it works. Yeah. But if you're working in retail mm-hmm. as a sales associate uh, and you're applying for jobs, make sure that 80% of um, the, the jobs that you're applying for, you manage 80% of their social skill requirement okay. and 50% of their technical. Right. So what I mean is that you could apply for jobs if you work, if you work in a clothes, um, clothing store, uh-huh. you could apply for jobs in a pharmaceutical, in a pharmacy, okay. as a pharmacy assistant or right. something like that. Do you know okay. what I mean? Sure. And again, I've really, um, narrowed it down yeah. to, in terms of what tech, what's technical, what's not, but the whole point is that you've got to go for roles mm-hmm. where 
the skills that you don't have, the role you're going into will demand them more and bring them out of you and you'll have an opportunity to be challenged and to be learned and to learn them. Does would that make sense? It, would it be more um, a better example to say like if you're in a retail role, you want to go into pharmaceutical sales role? You can do that too. Because like, of course. okay, typically retail isn't as stressful and demanding as a pharmaceutical sales role. Well, right? in this that... example, I'm talking about technical skills. Okay. And you're, and you're right. Yes, you're right. Because um, you do need some degree of technical skills to be a pharmaceutical rep because they're usually like to, you know. You do, yes. Yeah. But you need also, you don't want to push yourself into a role where you also, you can't hack it okay. because you're also going to see a lot of disappointment on that side. So right. if you're someone who is looking to get out of their comfort zone for a bit and push themselves to the extent that they can handle, mm -hmm. then going from working in a clothing store to in a pharmacy where you have to learn about cough medicines and you have to deal with like reps. Chemicals and you compounds. Do, and, you have to yeah. work alongside a pharmacist yeah. who's going to demand things from you. Yeah. Uh, people are going to come to you and say, I've got this rash. Mm. What do I do? Mm. It's a different environment and you need different a different set of skills yeah. than um, telling people how to dress. Yeah. It doesn't mean either of them. It means you need more or less skills. Okay. It's just they're a different set of skills. And you're right. putting yourself in an environment that you're not comfortable with. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense. You yeah. can go from retail to pharmaceutical sales, mm -hmm. but you just want to make sure that you're tapping into those skills. The yep. whole point is you're tapping into the side of skills that you don't normally utilize. Okay. So if you can do that, mm -hmm. great. Right. Just as long as you're bringing out those skills. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that you could do is you could apply for small or newer companies. Okay. So. In terms, of being, in terms of them being new, around the three to four year, year old roles, okay. uh, companies are the best ones to aim for right. because you you have to take way more ownership of the work that you're doing yeah. and you'll be relied upon a lot more. Mm -hmm. So, uh, th and that's because the processes and people just aren't in place. Yeah, so I haven't developed that's that right fire. that's right yeah. and the whole point of this is that it forces you to learn new skills uh -huh. and it will open you up to even more exciting opportunities down the line yeah. it'll increase your salary yeah. faster mm -hmm. and you'll get closer to getting to that point where you're working at executive level you know uh, you're accelerating okay. your career growth yeah. by doing this stuff uh -huh. you can obviously continue in your traje trajectory at the moment mm -hmm. but you're going to get there much slower right yeah, and these three tips are to accelerate That's your right. growth, mm -hmm. right? So the second thing is to obviously, not obvious, but you <laughs> need to get a mentor to help you accelerate your career growth. That's right. Mm -hmm. So this is a, an easy sort of tip where you can utilize um, someone in your network. Mm -hmm. So even outside of your network, if you don't already know them, yeah. you can approach them on LinkedIn, buy, offer to buy them a coffee, ask if you can just pick their brain oh. for an hour. Yeah. And most people will find that flattering and they'll be willing to talk to you, especially if you buy them coffee. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, this is someone who can almost act as your personal job coach. Mm. So um, the best thing to do before you do that is decide where you want to be in five years. Yeah. Five okay. years is a good amount of time. It's not too far. It's not too close. Yeah. It's realistic. You can see the steps to get there. Mm -hmm. So five years, where do you want to be? Find someone who's currently doing that role. Yeah. And this is even better than trying to find something on the internet because 
this person's actually done it. It's yeah. a real account. You, yeah. you know it's true. Unlike, yeah. you know, Google, where you don't yeah. know what's true and what's not. Mm. You can hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. And they can also motivate you. And because it's someone who you want to be, you yeah. aspire to be like, uh, they can keep you on the right um, path. And you can meet with them. It's a good idea to meet with them consistently so that you're getting advice for different paths that you're taking and they're just giving you advice to keep you on track to yeah. make sure you're on the, on, in the right, going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, you can tap into their network as well as ah, another right. point. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they could potentially have people who... If you build a relationship with them, if they know people who are hiring for yeah. the roles that you want to get into, there's yeah. so many benefits to getting a mentor. So, um, yeah. So don't be afraid to pro- yeah. approach them and always offer to buy them coffee. Yeah. And um, I guess reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn to, for, for them to be your mentor is kind of like, um, well, this guy thinks outside the box and he's like trying every sort of angle. He's like an interesting kind of person and that's yeah. why... That could lead to their network of people that are looking for somebody like you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. And maybe don't say, hey, John, I'd love for you to be my mentor. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you've don't. never spoken to them <laughs> yeah. before in your life. Just kind of ease into it and just say, uh, I want to do, you know, I want to go down the path you went down. Yeah. I've looked at your LinkedIn profile. That's always a good line to say on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've checked out your profile. I can see that you've sort of come from where I am right now. You've gotten to where you are. Mm. It's really inspiring. I'd love to just take you out. I'll buy you a coffee. Happy yeah. to meet at your convenience. And I just, just sit down with me for an hour and I just want to take some notes yeah. as you tell me what you did to get there. That's a really good idea. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And then another thing, the final thing you, you can do to accelerate your career growth is to invest in personal development. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah, of course, especially if you're unemployed Mm. because Mm -hmm. you, there's, I'm sure there's time for you Mm -hmm. to work on yourself and it could even just be, look, it can be, it can be formal qualifications. It could be short courses, day courses, TED talks, YouTube videos, anything, LinkedIn learning. You love LinkedIn learning, don't you? Yeah, it's actually (laughs) so good. There's so many kinds of courses you can learn in anything you possibly think of. it's free. Yeah. And Even it's developing free. like soft skills, it's it's amazing. Anyways, we're not advertising. Is it free? <laughs> Is it it's not free. No, it's, oh, it's like not, oh, forty dollars a month. Oops. Oh, yeah. no, it's, it's not free. <laughs> Sorry. But still, I mean, okay, if it's not LinkedIn like learning, forty dollars a month, like you get so many options yeah. and so many courses to choose from. You can do as yeah. many as you like. So. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah, it's a beast, LinkedIn. It's yeah. such a beast. Yeah. yeah. Um, even if it's not that, just if you want to stay on LinkedIn, um read articles mm-hmm. there's so much information out there different people's opinion how to yeah. do something differently things that you struggled with before when you had a job yeah just always just constantly learn and this will uh number one if you've if you're having time out of work at the moment because you're unemployed this will make sure that you don't forget your craft yeah true. uh number two it will actually it should actually make you better at your craft because yeah. you've taken time away to just focus on making your skills more relevant. Mm-hmm. And number three, 
it's better for you when you're going for interviews. Not only do you feel more confident because you actually, you feel like you've achieved something, you've ticked off all these courses and you've gotten better and you've researched and you feel good, but also when employers ask you about it in the interview about having gaps or you lost your job three months ago, you know, what's what have you done between now and then? You can yeah. say, well, I've done this and I've done mm. this and I've done this yeah. and I didn't know this before and now I do and I just good. took yeah. the time it to learn. It shows initiative. It, it shows does. like... You know, it uh, does. Perseverance. That's yeah. right. That's right. And employers never care if you're if you've had a gap in your employment, so long as you've got a good excuse. Yeah. And I think that you can almost frame it in a way as if you left on purpose mm. to pursue your personal development. Exactly. Yeah, to upskill. Exactly. On your own time. Yeah. That's right. So personal development. All right. <laughs> so that's all we had for this episode. Uh, keep in. Uh, Keep following us. <laughs> Stay tuned is what I was trying to say. Uh, visit the website, which is getthejobaustralia.com.au. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yep, that's it. And we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. See ya.